welcome to Brew Jackets, the fun Blue Jackets themed podcast, where sometimes we talk about alcohol because, you know, Brew Jackets. Also, our favorite hockey team is the Blue Jackets. Join, my name is Kevin. Joining me tonight, we have my guy, Hefty Duck. We got my guy, Owen. We got my guy, Hartsey. We got my yeah. guy, William. And of course, tonight, we have a special guest. We have a good friend of mine. I always love seeing him when I'm in Columbus. We have the outstanding, the wonderful, the Diamond Dog champion, Harry CBJ. CBJ. Welcome to the show, everyone. Love that energy, Kevin. Thank you for the energy, or for the intro, as always. Yes. And welcome to the show, the legendary Diamond Dog champion, Harry. (laughs) <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah dude it's good to be here again this week i appreciate y'all being here with me as well listeners viewers everyone here on the stream with me as well it's been uh it's been kind of up and down here a little bit i mean what's uh hard to try to mute you um so uh we've had a couple wins a couple losses but we've only had one loss but yeah. two wins yeah two overtimes uh some injury of course um jeez dude uh, this you can't escape it um suspensions all sorts of stuff so um before we get too far into that because i want to talk about that as the group here a little bit um i want to know just a bit more about you harry because uh kevin knows you pretty well it seems yes um i met you very very briefly in our uh when we took the 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 group photo down in uh for the, the home opener and uh that was pretty cool so i'm assuming are you from columbus i am from columbus yes lifelong resident never been west of chicago never been uh pretty much south of florida and pretty much the rest of it right here in columbus ohio the diamond dog Dog champion absolutely yes I, I feel like I have to explain this uh, before you go any further. Sure. Yeah, I'm not sure what that means. I ate 17 10 cent hot dogs at a Columbus Clippers game. Oh. And I guess I'm the self proclaimed Dime a Dog champion because I know of no one else who would even attempt to eat 17 of those. Actually, I'm co champion. I'm sorry to bust your bubble, Kevin. I'm actually oh. co champion. Uh, because my friend who was with me at that game many, many years ago also ate 17, and we both said that is enough. If we eat any more, we will probably die. And There's we decided nine to live. I couldn't do anything. That's almost two in any. Uh, yeah. Oh we started God. fast, though. So really, we were eating like three to four in inning, and then we slowed down, and then eventually <laughs> um, we decided to live. There was no longer it was it was not worth continuing. Now if I go to a Clippers Dime Dog night, I might eat three, but yes, <laughs> I ate 17. So uh, there you go. If you ever see Kevin referring to me as the Dime Dog champion, that is why. And and you you are like an Ohio sports guy, like the ultimate Ohio sports guy because well, there's 
Because if there is an, an event, a sporting event in the state of Ohio, you're probably there because, you know, you're at Blue Jackets games, you're at Reds games, right. you've gone to Bengals games, yes. you've gone to Ohio State games, yes. you've gone to Clippers, ga- Clippers games, you've yes. gone to Crew games, yes. Ohio State, Blue Jackets, and just so much more. If there's an event going on in the state of Ohio, Harry is probably there. Well, obviously, that means I have no life. So um, we'll just establish that, apparently. Oh, so. and- and there was nothing going on tonight, so here we are. Yeah, right. Uh, for once, it's like the, there's like no's towards this, of you nothing. know Ohio sports going on tonight. Nothing. The Cavs are in New Jersey, so that's it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was kind of free about the Cavs. So I'm like a northeastern Ohio or uh, Ohioan. So and also for our uh, audio listeners, I asked him. Uh, I assumed he was from Columbus because his name here is. Harry from Cebus. That's my Twitter oh. handle. Yes. Nice. Yes. Um, so excellent. So you go to tons of stuff. Yes. I, uh, I, 17 hot dogs. That's some life goals. I love it. Yeah. Uh, that's a great goal in life. Yes. So, um, how did your fandom for Columbus? Blue Jackets start. I mean, obviously, you're Ohio sports guy. Yeah, I was there day one. I was there the night we beat Chicago. Um, I was a Red Wings fan before this, um, so I apologize for that. I uh, went to a lot <laughs> of uh, chill games, Columbus chill games. Uh, so the love of hockey was already there. Uh, me and friends would go to the old barn at the Fairgrounds Coliseum pretty much any chance we had. Uh, we loved it. The atmosphere was great. The chill was fantastic. Uh, of course, things have stepped up now. Back then, it was you would go to the game and hope you saw a fight or two or three <laughs> or four. Uh, but yeah, it was already there, the love of hockey. So when the team was announced here and when the arena was finally plan B for the arena was finally announced and we got the arena, you know, I was totally on board. Right on, dude. That's awesome. Another, another uh, thing I, I want to say, I want to throw this out there, and you can and you can say if this is true or not, Harry. I heard somewhere that the reason you have season, one of the reasons you have season tickets to the Blue Jackets, because your wife likes going to it. She loves, yes. She, one of the few things that I go to, she actually likes to go to. Yes, she enjoys Blue Jacket games. Um, as far as anything else, she'll go to Clipper games, but pretty much the rest of it, she has no interest. So, yes, she's a dyed-in-the-wool Blue Jacket fan as well. She goes to Reds games with you, though. She does go to Reds games, yes. But I think sometimes that's out of – I don't know the right word. She feels like she has to. Or if she she doesn't go, she won't see me. So there you go. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) That's pretty funny. I was just about to, I was going to tell Owen his mic's messing up a little bit here, but that's all right. So, yeah, you mentioned Red I've mentioned this on the show before, too. You mentioned that you were a Red Wings fan. Yes. Um, you know, that's what, um, you know, my dad said back in the day. And here's why I understand. Well, one, all these hockey fans had to come from somewhere. And if you like yes. hockey, I mean, and you're from Ohio and you're a true Ohioan, black and yellow make you puke. So, you right. know. I mean, at least, you know, the Red Wings aren't black and yellow. No. Uh, from, from Michigan, no. Oh, and can you say something for me real quick? Your mic was just a little bit weird there. Oh, is my mic still screwed up? No. No, it's good okay. now. It was All just right. doing weird scratches. I thought it was my audio. That's why I grabbed my headphones. 
Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, yeah, so I definitely understand that. I mean, as a big Steve Eiserman fan, yeah, I actually went to a couple games up there. I tried to make two games or so, or each season. Um, I was accused of having an accent by people Mm -hmm. who lived up there, so (laughs) that took me aback. I was like, I'm from Ohio, I'm not from Kentucky, and I, well, you got an accent, and I'm like, okay. Whatever you say there. So that's wild. But I enjoyed it. I get told that a little bit, but I also come from like Amish country and they have Uh, an accent. Whatever. Yeah. Um scratchy mic solo right now. Um sweet. Well, that's good to hear about how you became a fan. Day one, man. I wish I could have been there. I was quite young at the time. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Um But yeah, I found my way here anyway. So it's been been quite the journey. So um I noticed the radio station banner behind you. Is yeah, that just that uh all kinds of just collected crap for lack of a better word, <laughs> and what I like to call it a media bunker. Uh yeah. back in the day, there used to be some radio stations I'd listen to, you know, the sports talk on them. Not so much anymore. I kind of got burned out on it. Um, so, you know, we'd go to events and, you know, we'd take the banners and all the other paraphernalia and ended up in the basement. Uh, now it's just, uh, it's went from a media bunker to just pretty much a cluttered basement. But <laughs> this is where I go to watch the Blue Jackets if I'm not in the arena. And, yeah. you ha- and you have like five different TVs there. So you put on like Blue Jackets, Reds, Ohio State and crew and something else. I, I have three televisions. We'll go, I won't. Yeah. Once in a while you bring in the computer and watch four games. So I got four in my tablet. Sometimes it gets a little. There nuts, you go. But, you know, March Madness. It's really great. But yeah. that's another story for another time. Well, and when there's football. Yes. Hockey and basketball on at the same time it's nice just nice to have i totally very agree. much that's kind of where i'm at here you can't quite see it as well but yeah a bunch of stuff behind me it's insane you know, my uh my my comfort place yes exactly <laughs> Definitely. sweet so um i'm gonna ask you a little bit uh about you know the the team and, and kind of like what your what your, some of your favorites have been um first and Foremost, I know it's hard to pick just one, but so right. let's do top three favorite Blue Jackets players of all time. So- well, I mean, obviously Rick Nash has to be there, and I know we've had ups and downs with Rick. Um, you know, we did go through a dark period a little bit with Rick, where it seemed like he just wasn't happy being here. Um, I'm glad things got patched up. Number retired. We had the great ceremony at the arena. So Rick's got to be number one. Um, Just uh, Jody Shelley, just because, you know, he was a scrapper and also what he's done on TV. Uh, I still don't know why, unless he just doesn't want it, why he's not on ESPN or TNT as far as an analyst. I mean, he's that good. So Jody, um, and then I think about, and I know I'm going to go way back, but guys like Mark Denis and, Tug nut. You know, those oh, guys so stand good. out to me as well. You know, <laughs> the vote tug nut t-shirts we had for the longest time. But yeah, it's hard to pick three. I mean, you got guys on the team now, you know, that you, you right. 
had how you know Boone. I mean, come on, you know Boone and Nick. So many, you know, it'd be you know, it's great when you're out, you know, just grocery shopping, and there's Nick Felino out there, you know, <laughs> shopping for produce. So it's hard to pick, but pretty much oh, those, man. you know, Nash, Shelly, Doug yeah. Nut, even Jean Luc, you know, just it's yeah, you know, so many. Well, and, you know, Felino was one of my absolute favorites. That was really rough to see him go, right. uh, for sure. But you know, it, it's a business. Hockey still has to go. Yeah. Um, but you know, and you're right. Even like some of the guys on the team now, it's like whoever's on the team oftentimes are some of my favorite players, you know, as well. Um, man, there's just, yeah. I, it, it, there, you're right, though. It is too many to narrow down to three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, what has been your most memorable game you've been to, other than maybe the first? Well, the first, but then beating Tampa in the playoffs. I mean, come on. That was – I'm not going to lie. I got emotional when we won that playoff series. Um, and I always said to myself, you know, we had been in the playoffs, but I'm like, I'm not I'm not buying any Stanley Cup playoff gear until we advance, until we <laughs> win the series. And I had to finally uh, ante up and pay some money that night. But it was great. I mean, that winning that series against Tampa, that was just that was mind blowing. It was so amazing. So that, that's my greatest memory, definitely by far, being there for that. Same. That was such a just magical night. The the energy yeah. in that arena was like none other. I yep. mean uh i managed to get like some tickets very last minute like they were the very very last top ones like right my back was against cinder blocks <laughs> and uh <laughs> dude so cool excellent yep. well yeah um so uh here's some pretty recent news i just actually saw this uh i know it's kind of random out of nowhere uh yegor chinikov off the ir and loaned to the monsters Oh, we got Wyan joining us as well. Welcome in, Wyan. How's it going? What is up, yo? <laughs> Not a whole lot. We're talking to him. We, we have Wyan. We have an outstanding guest tonight. We have the we have the di we have the Diamond Dog Champion. All right, Kevin, you're hooking me up way too much here. <laughs> hey, Ruins. Nice to meet you, bro. <laughs> nice Ruins. Uh, Let's go. Ruins. <laughs> So, uh, what's your, uh, so Harry, what's your, uh, pregame routine? You got a routine when you're, when you go to games or. I really don't have a routine. I like to get there early though. I don't like coming in right at the face off, right at the, uh, you know, start of the game. Got to get there a little early. Got to get the food. Got to, you know, get settled in. Maybe walk a couple of laps around the building before you get seated. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, you know that nothing, no real superstitions or anything like that. Just make sure I'm there early and ready to go and watch the game. Hey, pork chop, how's it going, my guy? I'm I'm great to see you here. And uh, pork chop, you know, he had some health issues recently, had to go to the hospital, but he's feeling much better. So I'm glad that you're doing much better, pork chop. Thanks for coming on. So thanks for the comment, and uh, he's he does uh, Bengals and Brews with our guy Dale. 
So thanks for coming, Pork Chop, and I'm glad you're doing well, you know, uh, health-wise. Yeah. Happy Pork Chop. Yeah, Pork Chop, thanks for joining us. He is with the uh, Bangles and Brews podcast, you know, the the our parent show, pretty much. Some of the guys uh, you know, helped start this show originally. And, uh, yeah, well, I nice to see you. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, we're just talking about like pregame routine and whatnot. So that's cool. That's good to hear. I understand it too. I I live like two hours away, so I I have oh, wow. to be there early. I make sure I'm there early. And yes, <laughs> Porkchop says he is alive. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was rough to hear, Porkchop. Rough to hear. Um, sweet. So let's uh. Let's start digging in here. Let's start uh, talking about some some things, some things that have happened here recently. So, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, um, we had uh, two wins, one loss, two overtimes. So, uh, let's start with uh, the Calgary game. All right. So, personally, I thought that they played very well. Obviously, they won three one. Sure. So, obviously, they played well, but. The difference between that and the, oh, you know, zero and four game previous to that against the Red Wings, it was like watching two different teams in my in my mind. Um, so we'll, uh, I'm going to start over here with you, Owen. Um, any takeaways from that? Anything like stuck out to you really, really well, or uh, other than what happened like at the very, very end? We'll get to that. Oh, your mic's not working. Damn. Mic ain't working. Rip. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, anyway. Anyway. I'll try again. I think that might have worked. All right, technical difficulties. All right. So, Harry, I'm going to put you on the spot, man. Uh Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, just let uh, any takeaways, anything? Uh... Not, um, not really. I mean, like you're alluding to what happened at the end, <laughs> but not really. I mean, I really didn't get to pay attention much over the weekend until last night. I was there for the uh, unfortunate frozen frenzy <laughs> delayed game. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure at some point you'll probably touch on that. But uh, so, right, I don't have much in the way of the takeaways, except that, like you're alluding to, unfortunately, the end. That's yeah. So I'll just share. So honestly, for uh, you know, the really the only bad thing you can say about that game is it gave up a goal. But other than that, they actually played pretty damn good. Uh, Justin Danforth had a real good game there. Jack Rosovic with a beautiful pass to Justin Danforth for an awesome Ooh. goal. Just great Danforth pass. And home, uh, uh, Sean Corrali scores the first goal and a two-on-one. Yeah, That's right. Sean <laughs> Corrali played for uh, the Bruins, so Wine would like that. Um, <laughs> but Sean Corrali had a two. He scores the first goal for the Blue Jackets that game. And a, a two-on-one, and you see it so many times, or you two-on-one, someone passes it, and then it gets intercepted, and then no chances to score a goal is gone. And that's one of – I un, I understand why people pass it sometimes, but a lot of times 
a two-on-one is something that doesn't happen a lot during a game. It's a golden chance to score a goal, and you have that chance take the shot. Because even if you don't score, you can score on the rebound. So Sean Corrali, two-on-one, shoots it, scores a beautiful shot by Sean Corrali, blows it by the goalie. Obviously a beautiful goal by Justin Danforth with a great pass from Justin from uh, Jack Rosovic. Zach Rensky gets an awesome goal, empty net. And uh, minus the goal, there really wasn't anything that you can say that you really didn't like from that game. And obviously, uh, we'll get pretty quickly here, we'll get to that, you know, dirty hit that was put on uh, Patrick Line that shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Hey, Owen, can you check your mic real quick? I turned off voice Sweet. meter. There you are. Okay. Excellent. Voice um, so we've talked a little bit about some other parts of the game. Let's just get right into it. Rasmus Anderson, man, how were you feeling when you saw that? Me, I was sick to my stomach as someone who follows the Flames and kind of hyped Rasmus Anderson up through his whole entire career. That was uncharacteristic of him, and it sucks now, but I don't see him as a nice, clean player anymore. Yeah. Rasmus Fuggerson. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 I was very taken back by that myself. It just it didn't it was just weird. Like, what was the point of that? And of course, you know, the, we had Renski out a little while ago for just a short while. And, you know, Lina gets hit. I mean, this is like almost mirrors last year, but like without <coughs> it being like long-term stuff or like the seriousness of it. But isn't it weird that it's like those two guys, like right off the rip getting hurt again, um, really just shows you, I mean, Rowenski, I mean, you know, he's like the fastest one on the team right now. For, like, yeah. the, he's like skated the fastest mm-hmm. this year. I mean, he's absolutely falling out right now. Um, Hathaway tried to take him out. <laughs> yeah, right. Hathaway's a bum. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> and the, you, but, you, the only thing I don't think he mentioned was uh, Provorov's assist there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Provorov. Listen, Ivan, Ivan Provorov, that dude has been a point. It's a small sample size, but the small like time he's assists. been with the Blue Jackets, he's been a point-producing machine, putting up the points like crazy. And it's, you know, it's great to see and providing much-needed help and defensive stability that the Blue Jackets have needed. And him and David Yurichak have been a, an outstanding defensive pair. It's a small sample size, but so far... You know, it looks pretty damn good. And then, of course, the next game, the Blue Jackets win 5-4 in overtime. Adam Fantilli gets his first ever NHL goal. Shout out to you, Adam Fantilli. An outstanding goal. A lot of times you see guys, they just kind of be, they're too cute with it. They try to juke guys out, stick handling. No, he just got it and just quickly just shot it on net. So, and it was very reminiscent of the preseason goal he scored against the Capitals. Wasn't in a, a exact spot, but it was a similar situation where he just got the puck and quickly just shot it and it went in. So, good for you, Adam Fantilli, for getting your first ever NHL goal and Jack Rosovic getting the overtime winner against the Wild. I was in a hotel room in Wisconsin watching that, <laughs> visiting my family because. Apparently, the NHL considers Wisconsin Minnesota Wild TV market because I was pulling out my iPad trying to watch it on ESPN Plus, and it was blacked out. I'm like, oh, God, what the fuck? Oh, God, this is not good. 
but I turned on the TV and there was the game with the, the wild announcers. So that, you know, yeah. I guess the NHL considers uh, <laughs> Wisconsin's wild TV market, but that was a great uh, game I wanna... to see. The Blue Jackets win five to four. Adam Fantilli first goal. Jack Rosovic overtime winner. Great oh, to I see. Back up just a little bit here. Um, yeah. Let's go back to Rasmus Anderson for a minute. So he was suspended for four games. Yeah. Um, and then the NHLPA uh, tried to uh, appeal that. And so I'm going to go to you on Harry uh, here. What do you think? I mean, you've watched this team from the beginning of Gary Bettman yeah. upholding yeah. that four game thing. That's amazing. It is amazing that we actually got a break when it comes to the NHL offices because that normally doesn't happen. And I don't know. I mean, I, I know there's the thought there's a bias towards us. And sometimes I think, you know, that's just, you know, fans being overreactive. But after a while, you do begin to wonder, you know, does Toronto have something against Columbus? And to see that, I was just blown away. I couldn't believe it was upheld. So props to us. The CBJ win one finally. No anti-614 there. Yeah. And I don't Rex, know if anyone Rex noticed smoking on that flames pack. Um, <laughs> I would. Uh, was that? I would RT? think Toronto Smoke. has some. I would think Toronto has some hate against the jacket. I mean, I I, I can mean, imagine, but it's not. Maybe it's not as biased against us as having like no bias towards us at all. Like they don't think about us. It's just like we're that <laughs> team out there, me. you know, and. They, we know who some favorites might be already. Yeah, I but, mean, um, they might they might be a little upset because we knocked them out of the playoffs in 2020. Well, Toronto's like the headquarters of. I, I know that. I, I know. I know. That's why. You I'm... know, the big reason they wanted to appeal the suspension for Anderson is so that way he could play in the Heritage mm-hmm. Classic, and that's uh, yeah, that's yeah, partly yeah. a lot of great point. point. What'd you say, Harry? That's a great point. Oh, yeah. I saw all on Canada's Twitter. It was just like, man, it sucks he doesn't get to play in the Heritage game, but it was a dirty hit. Like, a lot <laughs> yeah. of people agree that it was a dirty hit, and the only reason these, they wanted to appeal to so he can play. Well, McDavid isn't even playing in the Heritage Classic, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, an eye right. for an eye type stuff. It's a mid-against-mid game anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. so. Right, yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. Uh, absolutely dirty. I don't think he deserves playing that game at all. I just simply play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yeah, trust yeah. me, I don't think Calgary's winning that game anyway. So I might as well sit it out. No. We'll see. We'll see. Any other words on Rasmus Anderson? I want to do the ad read here soon. So, all right, wine. Oh, all right, wine. Diggy, wine. You gotta tell us about Ohio State legend Mason Lorai. Yeah. So, yeah, he's still in, he's still in Providence. Um, but we did but we did send down Ian Mitchell today, so maybe maybe it's his time to shine. Or Man, maybe we talk that Taylor Hall trade looks awful. Yeah, that was it was a stupid <laughs> trade from the start. I don't know what they were thinking on that one, but. <laughs> But maybe, maybe this will be the time that Ohio State legend Mason Lorai can shine. Yeah, could be. Alrighty. 
I uh, just a little promo video. I'm gonna do the ad on the other side of this. I'll see you guys here Ooh. in just a second. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweeter offer uh, every game day this October. So as usual, we have to mention a little bit of some odds here for the NFL coming up here this weekend. Uh, let's start with the Browns. Uh, playing the Seahawks, they are not favored to win, uh, according to the money line here. Yeah. Seahawks have a minus 185, and uh, Cleveland Browns have a plus 154. So it's possible. I mean, we saw them beat the 49ers, but then again, so did uh, – uh, who just beat the 49ers? Like, yeah, what was that? I, I'm glad I didn't bet on any of those games. Holy I told you uh, the Niners are actually fraudulent. You think? Like I thought they were supposed to be like actually good. They're Just, trash. So we looked at the Browns. Let's look at the Bengals real quick, right? So Bengals are not favored either. They're plus one forty-five, and the San Francisco 49ers are minus one seventy-five for them. What do you think of that? I, just with the with yeah. all those last two games, how can the 49ers really be? Uh, <laughs> yeah be like like uh, favored well because it's in san francisco yeah oh okay uh, there you go. Dick i agree it never the thought. niners are fraud <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh yeah but um go go who day and uh yeah you know browns go go beat the seahawks and bengals go beat the 49ers <laughs> How are the Browns four and two though? How have they pulled this off? Um, oh, they've had some soft opponents. Hopes and dreams. Still though, it's luck. amazing. Dude, Stefanski is the most lucky guy this year. I don't know. I actually like the Browns. Can you believe that? And every, you know, they have an XFL quarterback leading them. That's amazing. It's just, <laughs> I mean, it's just incredible. They're at that spot that they're four and two. It's Totally mind blowing, <laughs> dude. That is absolutely insane. So we'll see if these odds hold up. You know, absolutely none of this is betting advice. Once again, <laughs> as usual. Um, but uh, yeah, pork chop. Bengals actually. Oh, dude, we got a bunch of comments here. Hey, I gotta get to the. I gotta finish this ad read real quick. <laughs> yeah. So. Get in on the game day greatness. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Uh, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles. 21 plus age, varies jur by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Don't bet what you can't lose. 
Yeah. So uh, gamble responsibly. And if, you know, not gambling advice, but gamble responsibly. And, you know, of course, the Blue Jackets, you can gamble on them. The Cavs season just started. You can gamble on them. The crew are going to be in the playoffs. You can gamble on them. You can gamble on the Bengals and the Browns, uh, Ohio State. A lot of fun stuff going on. Series. Yeah. A lot of fun stuff going on in the Ohio sports world. Um, oh, yeah, we don't have to talk about that here. Uh, <laughs> Sir, Sir Boy Wonder. Wonder. Oh, five boy. Three. Uh-oh. What's up? Let's go Blue Jackets. That's <laughs> right. That is. Comment. And, uh, yeah. Uh, and look at his um, his profile picture. That's very interesting. Oh, that is quite. Um, <laughs> He's bold. Uh, there might be some um, horrible inside joke there. but Porkchop has a couple of great comments here, too. Yeah, it's NFL helped Browns out last week. Dude, absolutely. For once in their life. Like, I don't know what it is with Ohio heroes in the last like, couple of weeks, but, like, the refs gave them that opportunity to score like yeah. three times. And they finally did it. <laughs> like, the third time. Uh, and then he says, don't gamble what you might have to admit to your wife. Good advice. <laughs> And we got Sir Boy Wonder. Let's go, Gene Smith. Uh, no. uh, so what do you do? Oh we're my not, God. We're not, Sir Boy Wonder, we're not doing that. We're not simping for a man who uses stupid plumbing excuses for why we can't have oh hockey games at Chew. Get out of here with that simping garbage. No. We got Ted Carter, who's way better now, new president for Ohio State, and he's a hockey guy. He loves hockey. And because of that, it's going to not only benefit Ohio State and Ohio State hockey, but it's going to help out the Blue Jackets. And he's not, in my opinion, not going to put up with this plumbing excuses bullshit. And he's going to get hockey games at the shoe for Ohio State and the Blue Jackets. And no, Gene Smith is not leader of a man. Go Ted Carter. Sir Boy Wonder, you opened up a can of worms. With oh, that he knows uh, what he's doing. I know who that is. And he knows what oh, he's yeah. doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> welcome in, welcome in. What we do, Sir Boy Wonder, is we talk about the Blue Jackets um, with, uh, uh, you know, we, that's that's about it. We talk about the Blue Jackets. Occasionally, like occasionally beers or brews or whatever we've been drinking lately, sure. but uh, it's a little early in the night for me, so. Yeah. Uh, sorry. No. 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 No problem, Sir Boy Wonder. Thank you for joining in. Thank you for joining in. to our audio listeners. I just want to remind you: if you do uh, check us out on YouTube, you can uh, you know comment with us while we're live here, and we can uh, talk trash to you as well, or um, you can rile Kevin up. <laughs> uh, so, uh, which really isn't that hard to do, to tell you the truth. But, no, you know, it's not. That's the point. That's besides the point. Uh, Sir Boy Wonder asking if anyone drinks Guinness here. I. I have a severe uh, gluten allergy. I can't. But otherwise, I, no, I wouldn't either because eh. pretty that, mid. That's very interesting that he asked that because um, I've seen Sir Boy Wonder drink White Claws. So hell yeah, oh, oh, that's a very. I don't know why he's coming in here with Guinness talk. <laughs> I've never seen a young man drink a Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy uh, that's, uh, <laughs> oh, oh boy oh boy taylor 
Harry coming in hot. He whipping you with that. I'm just stating he's facts. I'm not. <laughs> he's just coming in hot. He's whipping you Follow with the white claw. Follows him. And the white claw. I was offered a white claw by this young man at a Bengals game, and I declined. So. Tell us more Declined. about the white claw, Harry. Expose him. Expose him. Yeah. No, it, it's not that no, bad. No, no more white claw story, Harry. Oh, that's just he offered me one, and I said no, I don't want one. Of course, I'm drinking good Coors Light, so I don't know. It, it may not be that much better. So there's really only like one reason to drink white claw, and it's not to enjoy them. Um, <laughs> it's like having fruit described to you. Sir Boy it's, One wasn't very happy with you, Harry. Oh well, <laughs> this is lies. <laughs> love it, love it. Nice, huh? Join us. I was right, just there, but okay. You we can. got one more uh, game to talk about here, and some yeah. other news-worthy things. So uh, last night, overtime final, the Ducks scored. Oh, that sucked. That sucked, man. And they didn't play Carlson, so we couldn't see him against Fantilli. What kind of bullshit is this, man? NHL. Harry, uh, okay, <laughs> hey, what were you from last night's game? From what we really want. Well, you want to start from the beginning. Let's start at 2.30 where uh, I had tickets to last night's game, and then uh, the report came down that somebody blew a manhole cover or something to that effect, and Shut out all the power, which I think Kevin's out of power too. It looks like now but, uh, the power in the arena district was back. out. So all of a sudden it went from, I'm going to a blue jackets game to refreshing my Twitter feed every five minutes. Actually I'm lying every 30 seconds to see what the latest update is. If I'm going to a game or not. And then the whole frozen frenzy thing, you know, there was the fun of that, looking forward to that, though I was in the arena, so I really couldn't watch it, but just knowing everyone's playing and all teams are involved, they're doing whip around coverage. And then, of course, others on Twitter from other fan bases are knocking us that leave it to Columbus to screw everything up. But uh, fortunately, the game got played two hours late, but it was really great seeing that first home goal from Fantilli. I mean, good God, what a thing of beauty that was, that goal. I mean, he showed why he was the third pick, why he deserved oh, yeah. it. If not, he should, he should have been the second pick, but thank God he came to us. Yeah, that thank was God amazing. the Ducks are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Carlson's pretty great, too. But, yeah, I yeah. mean, dude, he sniped it right over glove side, too. I mean, didn't even have a chance. It was, uh, I mean, that was one of the prettiest goals I've ever seen in person. But yeah. unfortunately, the end, um, that unfortunate attempt at clearing the puck by Severson. And we'll leave it, I'll leave, I will leave it at that. I don't want to go any further on that one. But it was great being in the arena, but a disappointing loss. Dude, Vitrano just absolutely <laughs> smoked everybody there. Um, mm. Yeah. So real quick, we have a, we have a pretty cool comment here. Uh, serious note: What is the gentleman's hockey jersey? Top right. Owen, what is your jersey? Bruh, if you've never seen the movie Slapshot, I recommend it. It's a classic hockey movie, but it's the Charlestown Chiefs. Oh, with yeah. um, I'll stand up and show. Yeah, show us it. Yeah. Ah, yeah. 
fact, I I had never seen Slapshot until I went to Owen's house. Oh, so. okay. Well, good. I'm glad he uh, inducted you. <laughs> also, Porkchop <laughs> says he's heading to work. Thanks for stopping by, Porkchop. I really appreciate it. Uh, wish you knew who these people were. Um, <laughs> that's okay. Stay around. You'll learn about us soon enough. Um, Keith, we're a Sir Boy Wonder follows me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, that's cool. I've been assuming that's like a Twitter handle or something. Um, all right. So Kevin is currently recreating the a, the um, loss of power last night. Yes. He's doing in a the great arena job. I heard it wasn't even just the arena, that there was some like, you know, restaurants and bars around the arena yeah. that out as well. So yeah. You couldn't even just go drink at a bar for a while. Right. Um, all right, Lance, you got to carry us here. Um, so real quick on a side note, I want to talk about some brews really quick. I don't know if I mentioned this last time. So the last game I went to, which was, uh, last Monday. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember who they played at that point. Honestly. Um, I stopped at the whistling keg before the game, the little bar that's literally like right outside the front door, um, of the, uh, arena. And it was really cool. They had like uh, you, you walk in, uh, you give them like a card, like your, your like they give you like a little car, like a little credit card thingy, and it's got like like twenty taps in the wall or however many they got, like thirty, and you you like you go up and like tap the card on it, like you do like with the end of, you know with like the tap cards now. Um, and this is one that they give you, so then it charges you per ounce um, what you get out, and then at the end you you pay and pretty good it's a very cheap way to, to try a bunch of different alcohols what's up kevin welcome back yeah technical difficulties i mm. got us out of order here now oh no there we go play musical chairs here um so uh it was a fun time uh it was very cool just wanted to get it out there since we are brew jackets i had some nice brews there uh actually to be fair um so Every, all this, so I have to drink cider uh, because, I, like I said, gluten allergy, like horribly. Uh, c- cider and wine. So the ciders they had there, 100%, for like all like the fruity sweet ones, I think it was three or four. Four out of four, I would never, ever have, like try again. I would never. I don't. like. So it was kind of good getting to try four different ones for a really cheap amount. I didn't have to pour like a whole one. I didn't like them. So anyway, check out Whistling Keg. It's literally right out front of there. You know, it's not like a sponsor or anything. I just happened to think about this real yeah. quick. We're waiting on Kev. So yeah, Whistling, the, uh, Whistling Keg was one of the places where Union Soldier was at. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'll just say just quick things about my thought about yesterday's game is that it was mostly good. They played good. Adam Fantilli, another beautiful goal. Emil Benstrom, a beautiful shot on the power play. So that's good. Mostly played good, but then, you know, one for eight on the power play, that's fucking horrible. You cannot oh do God, that. Dude. You basically just kind of piss the game away right there. And then on top of that, as Harry has said, you know, uh, Damon Severson with a bad turnover can't get it out. And then that puts Elvis Merzlikens in a bad position. And then it makes it even worse that Elvis Merzlikens, his, his legs are wide open and he lets that goal just kind of squeak through his legs. And then, you know, that's bad. And over time, they had some chances. And then Cole Sillinger, what the fuck are you doing at, at the end there? And then you're, you know, you get, 
Elvis Merzlikin stops the first break away, so that's good. But you, you can't do two and three-on-three three overtime and expect the goalie to stop it. That's just not happening. On top of that, I my opinion, I question some of the choices on who was out there during three-on-three. Three. My opinion, if I'm playing three-on-three, three, I'm trying to win this game. So I'm throwing out guys who I know are really good at offense. So for me, per, and I, to a certain degree, I understand why Cole Sillinger's out there. He's more of an offensive guy. He's shown that with the Blue Jackets, but Physical he's not too. Yeah, but he's not my first. He's not my first choice. Thank you, Sir Boy Wonder. Um, good to know you're subscribed. But for me personally, for I would guys I would put out there if I'm in three on three overtime, I'm putting out Zach Wierenski. I'm putting out Kent Johnson. I'm putting out uh, P- Patrick Line. I'm putting out Krill Marchenko. I'm put I'm putting out probably like an Adam Boquist, a da- David Yurichek. I'm putting out an Adam Fantilli, a Boone Jenner, guys like a guys like that. And mm-hmm. we didn't see some of those guys. Oh, oh well. But still a good game, but I not happy that they pissed that game away because I don't want that game to look back and say, oh, that could have been the game that we could have used maybe if we're fighting for a playoff spot towards the end of the season because the reds credit to the reds they had a season where no one thought they were going to be really good but they end up being better than people expected and they were fighting for a playoff spot until game 161 of 162 and one of the games that they lost that probably screwed them from getting a playoff spot is when they were winning nine nothing against the pirates and they blew it and lost lost that game and looking back on that, that's probably a game like, man, the Reds should have had that, should have had that one. But Thanks, Kevin. So, but you know, so, and that's my similar point that I'm, you know, I'm saying with this is if in the event that the Blue Jackets are fighting for a playoff spot, hopefully this isn't a game that comes back to bite them and say, man, I should have, you know, had had that one. So mostly a good game, bad stuff, but build on the good stuff that you did and just keep going and let's see what happens this upcoming Thursday and Saturday. Like it was it was really good all the way up until they hit that the stupid snag in there. And I don't even really know exactly like what turn did they just get gassed at the end? I mean, because uh so a couple of things here. Rickle Pick, well, uh, welcome in once again. Nice seeing you as usual. Uh, he says you want to you're gonna want some defensive players out there in OT. Case of opposition pressures, yes, Maybe absolutely. Um, Sir Boy Wonder says Kevin with the red shout out leader of meh, and then he says men not supposed to be meh, but I like leader of meh. Um, <laughs> uh, so real quick, so, um, <laughs> so real leader quick, of men um, is better, but thank you, Sir Boy Wonder. We're gonna call so, Kevin the leader of meh now, <laughs> leader of meh. So uh, I'm going to go to Harry with this question real quick just because we're obviously all probably all pretty sure like, you know, it could have been one. It, 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 it was our game to lose pretty much by the end of it. Um, do you think Patrick, Fa- uh, Patrick Line would have made that game for us? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely, it made a difference in that game, no doubt about it. I mean, that was a winnable game even without him. If he was in there, sure, 
Definitely. And that's a shame that he's going to be out for a while. And luckily, uh, justice was served. But unfortunately, he's just not going to be on the ice for a while. <laughs> yeah. No, and like, I don't, I just feel like he wouldn't have let eight power plays go by without getting. No, oh, goodness. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, they scored on what, the third or fourth power play, but. There was almost a joke to be made about the you know, power outage in the arena district and then their performance. <laughs> but I had to hold off since they did score on one of them. It, and the thing is about the power play, though, like all eight power plays, they weren't fucking terrible. They're actually good and they had good looks to score. They just couldn't put it in. Nope. So it's like I, I, I can't completely rip on it. Like there was some good moments there. I'm sure people will, but I get your point. See, imagine if Line was there for the power plays. I mean, yeah. one of eight. Imagine if he was there, it would probably be three of eight. Yeah. At the very right. least. At the very least, eight. eight. You have eight power, power plays, and you have that guy's shot. And, I mean, Marshenko was on that on the power play units, but, you know, you need someone who's a goal scorer like Line on the on the power play to – be successful. Yeah. I think that's probably why we went one for eight is because we're, we're losing that big key piece of the power play. Yep. Line A is different. <laughs> yeah, and he's he's gotten a lot more physical and everything too um, uh, and whatnot. So, Sir Boyce Wonder says these folks with only profile picks are suspicious. Are they stealing signs? They are. Uh, Michigan. They're part of the viewer. Um, Don't get upset. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, uh, Rickle Pick says it looks like Grajo has to carry the team now. Yeah. Um, so we got to start winding this down a little bit. I'm going to ignore Man. a couple of these comments here at the end. Um, <laughs> so uh, out of the six games played, we're starting to see a little bit of maybe some patterns start to develop. You know, these numbers can drastically change throughout the season. Uh, currently tied for first place in points with Boone Jenner. Is Ivan Provorov? Huh? Five assists. Yeah, tied for first place with five points that. apiece. Boone Jenner and Ivan Provorov. You heard me correctly. I refuse to believe that Ivan Provorov uh, is incompetent. <laughs> tied for second place is someone who we've mentioned quite a lot on the show um, that a lot of people maybe forget about sometimes is Justin Danforth. Dude has three goals already. And he has earned every one of those. Like yeah. he, they weren't <laughs> flukes uh, that I recall. I, no. He just leaned and shot. So he's tied with Adam Fantilli, who also has four points. Uh, those are our four point leaders right now. Uh, after that, it gets a little funny too. Uh, we'll go over that here in a bit. But and like I said, these numbers are drastically going to change as the season goes on. But uh, coming out hot out the gate, you know, who had Provorov is tied. With like five points, six games, six games in. Not That's... me, I can tell you that much. Uh, well, I did. <laughs> but uh, I can yeah. tell you, uh... sir, boy, wonder. No, no, no. If you're going to a Blue Jackets game, Boston's is a is a good place. I've gone there many times for some lunch and some dinner. A great place to eat. But if you're going to a Blue Jackets game, you got to go to our bar before the game. Right. <laughs> That's yes. correct. Uh, yes. oh, yeah. I, I learned that. I learned a valuable lesson there. <laughs> and so, another uh, lesson to learn is don't forget your ID. Yeah. Never forget your ID when going to places. Yeah. I don't know. I think a couple of us here might be okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. You you got in anyways, Artsy. So we went in. We went in the side way, and the same guy said, "Well, I'll see him later." He looked right at Hartsy and just said it. <laughs> well, um, man, they did not give a shit. I they do, but they don't. Okay. They kind of have to pretend. Um, so yeah, this uh, last couple things I want to touch on here. Um, we saw Olivier play one game. That was cool. Oh wait, did it, has anyone mentioned Cylinder's first fight? Is that his first fight? I was gonna yeah. say that when my mic was fucked up. I was gonna point out that uh, Cylinder would have won that fight 100% against Nazem Kadri if he didn't slip because bro. Well, had I I think even before that, yeah. I mean, he yeah. he lost his helmet, but he landed a lot more hits on him. Like, well, he actually had like a good enforcer stance. It's almost like Olivier's been teaching him stuff like the jabs while grabbing the jersey, that kind of stuff. Like, I haven't seen a fight like that in a in a minute. Or, you know, maybe Especially still someone who's supposed dad. to be an offensive force. Mm-hmm. Well, so, yeah, our next show is next Wednesday, Sir Boy Wonder. So you know, tune in next Wednesday, or you can be like. Harry, the Diamond Dog champion, and join us live on the show. You know, just saying. Just I've been a, DMing him a little bit. So, you know, be like um, your friend, the Diamond Dog champion, and join us on the show. You know, I honestly, up until it was actually fully explained to me, I thought you were saying Diamond Dog, Diamond Dog, and I was like. Ooh. What is this? I get it. I get it. It's a dime a dog. Some weird fetish. Wait a minute. (laughs) Right. Like, I don't know where it was going with that because I know, like, around here, there's like a popular chain called The Diamond, if any of you are aware of what that might reference to. Um, It's a strip club. Uh, So, (laughs) wait a minute, fellas. Real quick, I want to talk about one more, one last thing. Okay. So, we had some pretty interesting send downs here before the year. And the most recent one who got activated off IR was Jaeger Chinikov. Now I think maybe he needs a little bit of rehab or something. I'm not exactly sure what is up with him. And he maybe needs to earn his spot back up here. But um Yeah, what do, what do y'all think? Like he's a first line, second line talent with that awesome shot that he has. And honestly, he's probably not going to get that right now with the Blue Jackets. So it's better that he's down in Cleveland playing those first line, second line minutes and let him cook. And then when he's ready, you can pull, you know, you can pull him up. And okay. uh, it'll be interesting to see what Voronkov does because he got called up. And that guy is a big son of a gun. And I'm interested to see how it goes. 6'4", 6'5", 240. That's just going to be great to see how teams deal yeah. with that size have fun with that yeah it seems like we we just got a NHLer right off the rip with Bronkov same with Fantilli. so that's cool well i mean the guy's been playing in the k really well he was one of the better players on akbar's kazan so i mean him coming to cleveland was just you know cuz he was waivers exempt that's the only reason and, and i think it's the same reason why chinakov's going down as well because yeah. you know, what are you gonna do? You're gonna wave someone like send your check back down. No. Oh yeah, I totally forgot. We waved Foodie. Foodie's gone. Yeah. Foodie's no. gone. Wow. So you'd have to wave somebody else. Yeah. Oh, I don't. 
I, no, it's like, no hard feelings for me. I thought Freddie <laughs> Crow really like like he was a fantastic player. I mean, he made the NHL fine. You know, he deserved um, a change of scenery. He did. Yeah, I, I honestly that. think if he flourishes where he goes, then it was meant to be. I would be mad. Listen, I can't. Mad. Listen, thank you, Liam Foodie. I liked what you did for us. He had some good moments there. Especially your probably your biggest moment for the Blue Jackets you've ever done is when you scored a goal in the playoffs against Toronto, which helped knock the Maple Leafs out of the playoffs. So thank you for that, Liam Foodie. And you know, you had some good moments, but it just probably wasn't gonna happen with the Blue Jackets. So maybe it happens uh somewhere else. Nashville. Yeah, Nashville. Yeah, I got claimed by Nashville. Um, so I guess uh, we're running out of time here a little bit, but I want to hit y'all with this real quick. So Andrew Peak has played one game. He's had no injuries to speak of, nothing really crazy going on. I've said it for weeks now. Where I personally think we're going to see an Andrew Peak trade. Why mm. else would they keep healthy scratching him? They, you know, uh, he, he's played one game out of six. Uh, Harry, what do you think about that? What do you think the possibility of, of something like that? Or is there someone else you think might? No, I wouldn't be shocked. You're right. You make a good point. I mean, so many healthy scratches only playing the one game. I mean, why not? I mean, he's got some value. Why not? Why not trade him? So, yeah, I agree with you on that. He, he's he's kind of like foodie. I wouldn't really miss him all that much if he were to be traded. Yeah, he's given he us a lot throughout the years, but yeah, I mean, at this point, we just so many bodies. You know, we want to get Chinikov or you know Yurchek Voronkov. We're gonna get some of those guys back up here. Maybe, yep. maybe, maybe Nick Blankenberg. <laughs> you know, so yeah, peak for picks is what I'd be calling. Anyone else yeah. like wanna? So any honestly. So honestly, you know, when you brought see Hefty Duck, you brought that up in the group chat we have on Twitter, and I saw that, and then I th- and I was thinking about that. You know, hmm, that that makes a lot of sense. The only other reason potentially I'm thinking that they may just keep sitting them, it could be Pascal Vincent sending a message to him like, "Hey, you need to do better if you want to get back in the lineup." And also, when you have the def- it's a small sample size, but when you have the, de- the defense that the Blue Jackets currently have that's actually playing pretty good, why would you want to change anything? Because Wierenski has been good. Juracek has been good. Gabranson has been good. Gabranson has been good. Jake Bean has been good. Why would you want to change that? So it, it's probably a trade thing, but it might be just Pascal Vincent doing just a message to Andrew Peak that if you want to play, you need to play better. Yeah. And if he's going on the waivers, he's probably going to get claimed. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, that's another yeah. thing too. You don't want to risk that. Yeah. But how is he going to, how was he going to get an opportunity to play better if he won't play? Uh, well, just, that's fair. But, that's that's um, fair. But I think a lot of, we'll just use Kent Johnson as an example. He healthy scratched. Pascal Benson, healthy scratch, Kent Johnson for the home opener. And basically the reason was he just, Pascal Vincent and the Blue Jackets just didn't like what they saw from Kent Johnson in the training camp in the preseason and in practices. He thought just, he was just kind of going through the motions and just not with enough pace, not enough effort. And then he scratches them and then Kent Johnson comes back and he plays much better. 
So perhaps maybe if Andrew Peak plays better with, with the practices and everything, and if it's good enough, perhaps the Blue Jackets feel, okay, that's good enough. We'll put you in for a spot. But right now the defense is playing good with what they have, so why make the changes? Yeah, we'll see. I, I'm still not – I don't know. I've been saying this even before he got healthy scratch those all these times. Uh, we have so many bodies. You know, they brought up – the Blue Jackets brought up an AHL player, David Yurichek, and then played him instead of playing peak and healthy scratching the AHL guy. Yeah. Right? He's not an so, AHL guy, though. No, absolutely I mean, not. I don't think – but now. even still, my point <laughs> – my point being they brought someone up and played him beforehand anyway. So we that's it. We're out of time. I want to go around here and everyone can get their you know final words in. Um, Harry, we'll start with you. Is there anything else you want to add? You want to talk about the game? You want to talk about anything uh, fun? No. I want to promote anything? <laughs> no, I have nothing to promote. Well, I got, I, I work for a charity, theopenshelter.org. Helps the homeless and marginalized yeah. house. So if anybody wants to check that out, if I'm going to promote more than that. Thank you. I want to thank Kevin for inviting me. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, go Jackets. That's right. We're, <laughs> oh, we're, yeah. You're going to have to – we're going to need the Diamond Dog champion to, champion to come back because this has been oh. fun. I will tell I, you I, next I, week I will be at the Columbus Crew playoff game more likely than ooh, not. So, yeah. unfortunately, next Wednesday is probably a no-go, but definitely in the future. Perfect. Oh, yeah, brother. I appreciate you being here. Um Cool. Uh, we'll scooch over to Hartsey there, and we'll go to Wyan. And... Oh, Hartsey. Final statements. Uh, Parody Goalie 79 <laughs> on Twitter. You can check me out there, or X. Uh, and uh, there's still time to claim an FHL team, so you can always do that. And uh, that's it. That's all I have to say. Nope. Keep it light. <laughs> uh... Ain't gonna shout your boy Torts out or anything. Oh yeah! Shout out to Maybe John Tortorella, and I would like to thank the NHL for giving us an 11 p.m. start. <laughs> <laughs> Game ended at 2 a.m. last night. Wow! Oh, yeah. on a Tuesday, that was no yesterday. On a Tuesday. <laughs> Dope. Well, if you don't have anything else, we'll move it on down to Wyan. Any final statements you want to get out there? Let us know what's up. Right, Promote some stuff. I mean. I might talk about my team a little bit, if that's all right. Um, yeah, the the Bruins just refuse to lose regular season games or something. I, I don't know what's going on with them. Like, they should have gotten a lot worse, and they are undefeated six games into the season. Yeah, I know they haven't had the hardest schedule per se, but like, still, the fact that they're undefeated with the retirements of Bergeron and Krejci, with the weakness at the of centers, um, you know, it's it's just incredible at this point. I mean, they're 71 to 12 and 5 in their last 88 regular season games. Like, how is that even possible? Yeah. And I think the Hershey Bears are doing good too. Isn't that their their affiliate team? No. Providence. No, that's, that's Providence Bruins. But the Bears are the. I thought the Bears went with the Bruins. Is Hershey Bruins? is capital. I think. Capitals. That's horseshit. Yeah. I'm pissed about that now. Well, the Bruins, Providence Bruins exist. All right. Well, you know what, though, wine. What, what, what? But I, what have I been saying this to you before the season started all summer? Is that you know what? 
maybe okay the Bruins had a good season but they get knocked down the playoffs not the greatest thing not what they wanted but yeah but maybe they use that as a little extra motivation to not something like that happen again and I told you that the Blue Jackets made the playoffs in the 2016-2017 season with you know an av- with, with an okay roster Bruin, and so maybe the Bruins are going to do a, a similar thing and maybe they can get Ohio State legend Mason Lorai. Yeah, and it also helps that they somehow pull a 19-year-old top six center out of their ass. Um, and Matthew Patra yeah. is like, this kid looks Patra! really good. I don't, I don't know if you guys have like, seen any. I don't, I don't know if you've seen any highlights of Patra, but he looks really good, especially for a 19-year-old who was drafted last year. I mean, he looks yeah. like he belongs. I think he's staying for the whole season. He's not getting sent back to Guelph. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, follow me on Twitter at Bruins Live <laughs> if you want to see my tweets. <laughs> That's it. Dear God, please don't see your tweets. <laughs> Look at my tweets. <laughs> what do you call them now? Post? Did you notice that they changed the word retweet, retweet to repost on yeah. x.com now? Bro. I refuse to acknowledge that. We gotta wrap this up. No, William. I'll use my time to rant about that. William. <laughs> Um, What's you're you on Twitter and TikTok, that one, CBJ fan. And also, you should join the FHL if you haven't already. You know, it's a great league. Message me, Wyan, Hartsey, York Swag. Just message one of us about it. You know, no one else wanted to say it, so I had to say it. Or Lance. <laughs> you can message Lance since he's a you part can. of it. I'll now. point it out to someone. I don't know, how's my team doing? Uh, they, uh, have they, uh, they, uh, <laughs> got the whalers, something like that. Yeah, you got the whalers. And also, I have one thing to say real quick. Go for it. About, um, Rasmus Anderson. <laughs> Enjoy the stay at home, bozo. <laughs> got him. Yeah, fuck Rasmus <laughs> Anderson. Seriously, I don't know. Not funny. I'm done. Now I'm done. Hilarious. Actually. I laughed. All right, Owen, final <laughs> words. York swag on X. However you do X with your fingers. Um, X gonna give it to you. I hate. I hate the fact that um, retweet was a uh, common word in our basic dictionary, and now it's been changed to repost. But you should you should have an FHL team regardless of what happens to Twitter. Hit us all up. The Milwaukee Bears are better than your team anyway, but you can have fun. That's it. Oh, there. Dope. Oh yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, Kev, take her away, and I'll close it off. So, uh, before I get to my stuff, I just want a couple quick things here. So, uh, Michigan, their hockey team, a new ranking came out that said that they ranked uh, ranked six in the country, and on their Twitter page, they promoted them being six and in that graphic it had blue jackets prospect gavin brindley in the picture so just <laughs> gotta th- so gotta throw that out there so i thought so i thought that was cool that they used blue jackets prospect uh, gavin brindley um nadine Muzerall, you are a perfect example of what a representation of ohio state should be you are not born on third base you have built up an Ohio State program that used to be not very good to where it's now really good, and they've won 
you know, conference championships and a national championship and a big time contender and you support the Blue Jackets, that's what a representative of Ohio State should be. Um, so there, anyways, uh, there's that. Now, I'm going to get on to uh, my stuff. Anyway, so um, Brew Jackets, you know, you should totally like and share and uh, subscribe. You know, you should totally do it. Why, and if you're not, and if you're not, what then, you know, I question your life decisions. What the heck are you doing? So, you know. Just do it. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow us on all social media platforms. You should do it. Anyways. So, yeah, do that. And, of course, do it. Cooper, the greatest dog of all time. My brother has a dog named Cooper, the greatest dog of all time. Check him out. Right there. Right there. There's Cooper. I don't know about that, Sir Boy Wonder. (laughs) <laughs> Just a little shout out to our audio listeners. Make sure you, uh, yeah, come check and, out the YouTube so you can uh, see these comments and just post them real yes. quick. Yes. So, so there's that. And then, of course, don't forget to, you know, check out Union Blue Soldiers on all social media platforms. Follow us. We're a fun Blue Jackets themed fan group that loves to support the Blue Jackets. Go check it out. Hell yeah, brother. So. It's been quite the uh, first. Oh, sorry, we finished. Yeah. Nope. Uh, and uh, a big thank you to the Diamond Dog Champion, oh, Harry, for joining us. Well, thank you very much, Harry, for joining us again. Uh, I do appreciate it. It was uh, awesome having you on. Always welcome anytime. Um, it's been a wild first couple of weeks here. Um, you know, we've had, like I said, we've had some up and downs. Uh, we're two, two, and one right now, so we're still at five hundred uh, <laughs> for now. Uh, so I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to this team. Uh, I've seen a, so much good and so much potential out of them that you know, whatever's going to happen this season, I, I'm ridiculously excited for. Um, I hope they can learn from that loss last night. Uh, you know, there was just. Uh, multiple times where that game just could have been theirs. It wasn't lost in overtime. It was a lost before that with them not getting any of the power plays. So I can't wait. Pascal Vincent seems to respond to these things almost immediately and very well. You know, uh, the, the, one of the first games we lost, uh, he, he comes out and says how we have to do better, this and that, whatever. And then they go to practice and they come out, refreshed in a new team he's working them hard he's holding them accountable so i'm excited for what what else he has in store for us yet this year hope you all are too anyway this has been uh an episode of the brew jackets a blue jackets themed podcast where we uh ramble on for about an hour every wednesday so thank you all for joining in video uh thank you all for joining in uh audio as well anywhere you're catching this you can catch us on Google Podcast, maybe Apple Podcast, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you uh, had a fun time here on YouTube. Don't forget to like on Facebook and on Twitter. You know, like and share something. I mean, I mean whatever. Uh, not going to sit here and beg you for it, but it really helps us out. So I appreciate it if you do that. Yeah. All right. This is it. This is the end. 
the blue junkies joining us here right at the very end. Thank you for joining us. Hello. And to you, I say goodbye. <laughs> Have a good night, everyone. We'll see you here in a week. Busy gobblers.